This is a podcast from Aletheia, Truth in the Darkness, whose mission it is to uproot false foundations, to tear down idols of the heart, to build up the church, and to plant seeds of hope. This podcast is titled, Jesus is Still the Answer. Quote, Giving thanks to the Father, who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Colossians 1, 12-14. To them, the saints... God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27 That their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance and understanding, and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Colossians 2, 2-3. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for by him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Colossians 1, 15-20 Today, if you are downcast, Christ is the answer. If you are suffering, Christ is the answer. If you are exhausted and weary, Christ is the answer. If you are fearful and scared, Christ is the answer. If you are heavily burdened, Christ is the answer. If you are discouraged and simply done with it all, Christ is the answer. If you are angry or bitter, Christ is the answer. If you are joyful and happy, Christ is still the answer, because Christ is sufficient for all things according to the Bible. But you may be saying, quote, I'm so sick and tired of these cliches, unquote. Would someone just understand my suffering and get real and acknowledge life sucks? True. I hear you. You are heard. I guess the question is, since the word of God is true, the Bible says my answers are all found in Christ, then how in the world do I apply this to my circumstances? First, just stop. Then, take inventory. What are you searching for? What do you want? What in the world are you wanting Christ to do for you? Tell him. Get real with Christ and then with others. Do not hold it in. Do not just fake it. Get real with God, yourself and someone you trust. 
that once you have examined your heart and been real about your desires, check if your greatest desire is Christ. If it is not, then that must be dealt with first before Christ can be your sufficiency for anything else. For if we are called children of God, but are not living as children of God live, or think, or how they think, then there is a disconnection somewhere. There is something wrong. Either we are not children of God, and it is time to secure that identity by committing our whole being to Christ, or we are children of God but do not fully understand our identity as God's kids. If you are a child of God, you are a child of the King over all kings and over all kingdoms. You have the very same spirit living within you every day as Jesus had living within him when he walked the earth, the same power that raised him from the dead. However, Christ did not act on his own. Every day he sought his Father's direction first. He communed with his Father. Now that right there, the word communed with, is absolutely essential for seeing our prayers answered for our own sanity and comfort and everything else we need each day. If we are not spending quality, relational time with the owner of the universe, who sees the end from the beginning, who orchestrates our days and hours according to his will, when we are walking according to his will and not our own, then we will not make it very far. We will stumble around in the dark and end up tripping over everything. After all, his is the true light. The apostles faced horrible things in their lives, but in the midst of those horrible things they rejoiced, had courage, were comforted, and had an amazing assurance of Christ's support and the hope of Christ's return as they went about their days. They prayed and worshipped often. They supported one another. They continually reminded one another of of the essential nature of having an eternal perspective regarding literally everything. At the beginning of Colossians, as I quoted above, what was their hope? Paul calls it the hope of glory. This has to do with Christ's return on the clouds and the rapture of the church, being caught up in glory and receiving the glory of our reward and the glory of having new and perfect bodies. As hard as it is to swallow, our glory is not here, in this world. Here we are not at home. And God designed it so the difficult times down here help remind us of our hope of glory above. Anyway, I could write on and on and on on this subject, but it would be super long, and I'm tired now. But remember, Peter said that God has given us all things for life and godliness every day. All things for life. The Holy Spirit in you is the Spirit which will guide you, inform your journey, give you wisdom for what's ahead. He will give you power to overcome life's difficulties and trials. He will strengthen and uphold you. He will move you to commune with the Father and the Son, since that is His desire. He will be your joy, comfort, and peace in this world. He will lead you as you follow. Pay attention to that last word. When we are simply willing, he will lead us. All we need to do is be willing to follow. He will take care of the rest. So, examine yourself. Where is your heart? Where are your treasures? On earth or in heaven? If they're on earth, confess that and ask Christ for his desires to be placed in you. If they're already in heaven, 
and awesome. He is right now preparing you for that place. I believe we are very near the end. Continue to commune with your Father, who is also your friend, and Christ who is your rock and fortress and deliverer. Christ is King, and you will reign with him.